Okay, now we started. You're listening to John's Old Time Radio Show. Here we are again uh, with our buddy Robert Crum and the beautiful, lovely uh, sidekick, uh, <laughs> comic relief, <laughs> right. Eden Brower. <laughs> sidekick. How comic do you feel relief. about being the sidekick in comic relief, Eden? I'm always the sidekick. <laughs> when is it my turn to shine, man? <laughs> <laughs> Does my gum sound obnoxious? It does, yeah. No, go it. ahead, chew Chong. gum. <laughs> it's really gross. Everyone Chong says I'm the loudest gum, gum chewer. <laughs> right. She was always chewing gum. So what are we going to do today on the Old Time Radio Show? Which, what, what's your plan? You're guiding us through this, these shows. Well, the last, one we, did, last one we did was uh, <laughs> like North African and Arab stuff, so I thought maybe... We could go south of the Sahara and do all the sub-Saharan African records that I've managed to accumulate over the years. Yeah, this is very exciting to me. Yeah, there's some great stuff. Extremely and, uh, exciting. <laughs> I mean, Africa, it's a huge continent. <laughs> there's a vast amount of recording done, and what I have just scratches the surface of it. Yeah. And nobody, I don't think <coughs> nobody knows what all there is. There's nobody who's done a really comprehensive... You know, study of what was recorded there. Hmm. You know, there's a lot of stuff, areas of that need to be investigated. And the information is probably hard to find. Some of those countries have been so unstable. You know, right, right. But it was all done. All the recording there is almost entirely by the English, the French, and the Germans and the Dutch. Hmm. And the Dutch came in later. They came in the post-war era and recorded down there. Hmm. But it's the Germans were very enterprising. They went all over and recorded on Odeon and Parlophone, and the recordings are really well done. They're really beautiful. Yeah, that's in, great. What a difference it makes. In South Africa, the English were, you know, did a lot of recording. Columbia, HMV. But then after the war, in, in the post-war era, then there starts to be a lot of small local labels, which are, and there's still interesting stuff on those. And there's labels like Gallotone that has a interesting history which I'm not real well versed in but you know it lasted a long time for several decades I think yeah so Gallotone could be the 30s and up to close to the 50s starts in the 30s yeah first they they started with a label called Singer and then somehow that morphed into Gallotone I'm not sure the details yeah because I see I see Gallotone records that look like you know uh 30s African music, and then I see stuff that's like jive and like yeah, yeah, yeah it goes up through the 50s. Yeah, but there's great stuff in the 50s too. Great stuff that yeah, there's sure. stuff that's kind of more slicked out too. That's not interesting to me, but there's still good records in the, in the 50s. Yeah. So is that when they stop? When did they stop making 78s in the 50s? Well, in the United States, 78s end around 1960. Except for a few holdouts of like small local labels that did like black church music into the 60s but generally it's over by 1960 but in India it went on to the 70s huh. they're like Beatles tunes on 78 in India because <laughs> a lot of people in areas of the country that were still not electrified they still didn't have electrical power they still used crank crank up phonographs wind up phonographs so wow, that's they amazing, huh? shellac 78s <coughs> that's really amazing I wonder what was yeah. the last 78 ever pressed well, the Cheap Suit Serenaders, my band, made some 78s in early 70s. That's right. Oh, wait, me and John made one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And I hate to tell you, <laughs> they, the they're last? actually making 78s now in America. People like what? Tom Waits. and it's, it's, What? 
Tom yeah. Waits Really? Yeah. They're, they're well, well, somebody's well, manufacturing. I haven't been able to find out, who, find out who manufactures them, but there's like, you know, they have this record store day once a year where people put out special records, and now the, now the cool thing to do is really? to put them out on 78. Well, well, what that means is somebody somewhere has the pressing equipment to make 78s, which I thought that was over completely in the U.S. Well, I think they're making them just on, like, regular vinyl, cut for yeah, vinyl, but even but 78 so. speed. Even so, yeah. I mean, everybody I talk to in manufacturing says, no, can't do them anymore. Yeah. But somebody's making them because yeah. they're making them. Yeah. Tom Waits? Yeah, I don't know what it was, but Tom Waits did one a couple years That's ago, and cute. then all these people started <laughs> doing it. Huh, really? No yeah. shit. Huh. Tom Waits. Yeah, maybe, can't get away from him. Maybe our, <laughs> maybe our next record will only be released on 78. But we'll do, we'll do like uh, two, two of each one, and we'll try to sell them each for $10,000. <laughs> they're so rare. Rarer than any Charlie Patton. Because the thing so is, you got to tickle by it. You got to have a record player to play seventies. That's the problem. Well, you know what they they make now? They make this really, really terrible, like seventy dollar, you know, made in Korea turntable that has a USB that connects to your computer. So oh yeah. Every so huh. these people go buy music huh. that was recorded digitally, pressed on seventy eight, play huh. it on this crappy turntable with huh. a terrible stylus, and yeah. record it right back onto their computer. It's like, why didn't they just digitally download it? Like, are you kidding me? Are you joking me? Well, I mean, that's like that's, that's like an outtake from Idiocracy. You know, somebody started making exact reproductions of records from the 20s right. on shellac with the exact reproduction of the original labels. I'd buy them, and I wouldn't. You know, I don't need to have the originals. Me too. I think about that all the time. We need those masters. Yeah, yeah they need to be, need to be master pressings. That's the problem. Yeah, I mean, as long as they were oh. cut from the master and they're not a copy, right. but we don't have the right. masters. That's right. the problem. Huh. I don't care. You guys you're, aren't you're as nerdy I could, as I thought. You're telling me I could get every Charlie <laughs> Patton any, and every Skip James record from the master? What the hell do I care when it was pressed? It'll probably sound a lot better pressed now. You know? But what, but but what about like how about the search? It's too easy to find. Oh, I'll just go buy some all the See, Charlie that, Patton. That's what you understand. There, there's a certain amount of collectors who are only interested because. Well, that's what like, you I, don't I know, understand, I, buddy. I know a couple of younger collectors <laughs> who ask me about records all the time, and then they're you know, oh, this record is it good? Yeah, it's good. Is it rare? All right. Who even cares? Like it's right in front of you. Get it? You know. I don't, I don't, like, well, I don't mean rare. I just. I don't mean want it to be rare. I want them all to be so common. That's I can right. Get them all. I they want to should, listen to them. That's right. They should if be as common as Perry them, Como records. Why would you want them to be rare? That's right. I mean, on the other hand, when you get one that's super rare, that's also great. I was just yeah, gonna say e- it gives you even more of a tingly sensation. I was picturing you dancing around our apartment. Hugging and kissing your 78 going, well, it's mine! Let me tell you something. No one else has this. It's all mine. You've been there. And you then Robert there. takes it away from me. Get your, I've been get there. your <laughs> snorkel. Get in that river behind uh, the factory in Wisconsin. Find those Skip James Masters. Crest them for me and see how happy I am. I'll be freaking happy. Done. All right, sorry. We got off the, We got to go back to uh, uh, the Over. sub-Sahara region. Where we got right. off track here. Okay. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna start out with one of these like really scary African records that you know. Okay, cool. I think these guys are gonna like put in a pot and boil it. <laughs> <and eat. laughs> this is the Shangan Choir, but that's kind of calling it a choir. So kind of that's a stretch. Understates the case. Okay. 
，阿兄，阿兄，阿兄，我我晓得怎么个走，可能到香港十年过，阿娘我晓，香港船，香港船，香港船，香港船，香港船，阿兄，阿兄，阿兄，我买不得你钱了，阿兄我敲门看啊。小明乖乖看了看要我放弃了，哎，乖乖看了看要我放弃了，哎，乖乖看了看要我放弃了，哎，阿妈乖乖看了看要我放弃了，哎，阿妈乖乖看了看要我放弃了，哎，阿妈乖乖看了看要我放弃了，为我做我，为我做我，我再再做我再再做，为我做我，为我做我，我再再做我再再做，哎，不能让我给。Okay, fellows, now do take two. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They sounded, they sounded pissed. That, Someone repressed all the Charlie Patton. That really sounds like what the way I would picture it from inside the pot, you know. <laughs> I'll play something a little more friendly this time. Okay. This is called Darling Bridge Samba by Charlie's Jazz Rhythms. This is a Gallatone record I... Would assume probably from the f late 40s, maybe. I don't know. I have no idea, but probably post-war anyway. But it's nice. <laughs> Thank you. 
Well, that was uh, pretty modern in comparison to the first record. Right. Very friendly. Charlie's felt Jazz like, Rhythms. Felt like they were going to make me dinner as opposed to make me dinner. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always too late when you find out. What did you think of that record, Eden? That one was fun. Fun? Oh. Sassy? Like a hat on my head and fruit on it. And yeah, this next record I'm going to play is called War Song, and it's by the Tuareg tribe. The Tuaregs are kind of Sahara desert dwellers, so they're not too far south. I think they're in like uh, like the Sudan area in there somewhere, Tuaregs. But this, this record comes from an album of um, field recordings by the Laura F. Bolton Expedition. Oh, yeah. I think um, it's the yeah. late 30s. I think yeah, you, can, you can get this album. It's not ter- terribly rare. Yeah, you sent me a, must I, have been a, a duplicate. Yeah, I think I might have sent you some, yeah. Yeah. And, like, there's some photographs in the in the album and stuff and some notes and things. Yeah, yeah. But they're not all that interesting, but this one's really great. out ending yeah I like that that was good yeah it was nice I wish I knew what he was saying that was nice yeah atmospheric kind of takes you there yeah mm-hmm. you know deep in the backwoods of Africa yeah but if it's Tuareg that means it's desert so probably it's not 
Do you have much of these kind of albums, John? No, very, very, never, very I've few. I've never heard, really hear stuff like this. I haven't heard you I, play stuff like this. I think I have five African records, all which uh, huh. came from our host here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Maybe that's it? Yep. You know, it's another thing. It's, uh, you try not to open the floodgate. No, just give that up. Well. Give that up. I know so little about it to be, you know, probably 70, 80% mistakes. Hmm. It's a tough game to start. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've found African records here in France, you know, that mostly post-war stuff that I didn't find so interesting that I discarded. Or Some of them are borderline, you know, they're kind of interesting, but just a little too slick or... I mean, some of them are too primitive. It's just like somebody chanting and beating a drum. It's, you know, some of them are kind of dull that way. You had, you had to kind of be there to, for it to be really interesting. And the problem is they have just enough cachet. I think there's just enough people collecting them to make them go for a lot of money. You know? all, you, all it takes is like a handful of people who are really fanatic about it to start competing and driving the values up. You know? Yeah, I mean, if I could get them for 20, 30 bucks, I'd be willing to take yeah, a right, shot. Right. You know? Yeah, right, yeah, me too, yeah. When you get to pay premium 50, 100, prices forget and you have it. no idea what you're yeah, buying. Yeah, it's all guesswork, yeah. yeah. And how do you do it? You can't right. really do it. Yeah. I got a couple interesting African records from a Swiss auction list recently that, really? you know, huh. yeah, I didn't pay that much for. I don't think, you know... Probably those fanatic African collectors probably didn't even know about it. Huh. You know? That's good, yeah. yeah stuff like that. And yeah, I, as I say, I find them occasionally around France, you know, because yeah. they're African immigrants here. And yeah, you I would think you would find them, but I guess you never know. Well, yeah. I don't I have no idea how easy it would be to find 78s in Africa. I have no idea, you know. There's only one way to find out, boys. <coughs> well, let's pack our things. Yeah, and we'll go. get a safari, and instead of uh, a gun shooting tigers, we'll have a Victrola going in the bush looking That's for right. records and some insulated ice chests to keep any <laughs> records you find in because they're going to otherwise be melt in the heat down there. Yeah, could you imagine? I mean, what chance do they have? You don't know. Probably a better oh, chance in a place like India. South Africa, where it's, there's been big cities for a long time, and and there might be stuff stored away, stuck away that's you know nobody cares about. Who knows? Anyway, the next record I'm going to play is this is the oldest African record I have. It's probably from the late 20s. It's a Edison Bell recorded by an English company. Probably they brought these people to England to record them. That's what they did in the beginning. They brought people over in the 20s to England and, it's, and this is a called Fanti Dance Song by Oshia Talgan Thank you. 
kind of like monotone, but it sticks in your head. There's not a lot like like you said in the other record. There's not a lot of chord changing. No, I don't think there was any chord. Just play this riff over and over again. Yeah, but it's nice, really nice. And that, who knows what that was, but it it really sounded like kazoo on there. Yeah, some kind of kazoo type instrument, humming through something. But it really just sounded like a kazoo, didn't it? Yeah. Maybe kazoo is an African instrument. Yeah. God, then. uh, all those elitists would have to change their mind about the kazoo. <laughs> There's kazoo elitists? Yeah, Pat Conte used to tell me that. I don't play tunes with kazoo in it. What? Yeah, he used to say played with us. Time. Yeah, I guess he gave up. That makes him a liar. I guess we broke his spirit. <laughs> it's cutting out a lot of old music. If you didn't. Here's what do we one got on here? the early singer label. This is called Daliwami <laughs> by John Mav... Mavambella and Company. And this was the label you said probably was the predecessor to Galatone? Yeah. Hmm. This is about 1932 or something like that. Okay. How can you tell 1932? Well, because actually somebody put a sticker on one side that says 1932. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Oh, no, 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 no,
They're having a good time. Oh, yeah. Daliwami, John Mazzandella and Company. It was something. Nice piano on there. Yeah. Sounded good from upstairs. Simple but nice. Some lady kept screaming through the whole thing. I heard. Oops! I was upstairs and I thought I heard someone shrieking. Yeah, I thought that was you. I thought it was you, like, happy about the 78. Yeah, it sounded happy at first, yeah. and I wasn't sure. Yeah. Like the recording A&R men didn't tell her to shut up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I know how that feels. <laughs> I like friends because I just weighed myself and I weigh 50 pounds here. They're not pounds, sweetheart. Shush, shush, shush. Quiet. Don't ruin it. This is a, a gallo tone record. It's, uh... Lou Mialo and his concertina. Oh, he's playing a concertina? Yeah. This is probably South African. There was a tradition of concertina playing in South Africa. Oh, really? Huh. Should be interesting. I'm 
That was really great. Wow. Yeah. So that makes you think about uh, Cajun music, right? Like, uh-huh. uh, hmm. What do you think? Well, accordions and squeeze boxes and concertinas and all that just kind of spread around the world in those days. Yeah. They're played every place on the planet, practically, back in the 20s, 30s, through the 50s. Is that, like that Tahiti record we played had accordion on it yeah. in the 50s. That was really great. Yeah. I just wish I could understand it. Understand the words? Yeah. Yeah, that bother you? singing about. I just make, would change the whole, how I think about it. Well, maybe you wouldn't like it as much. Maybe he's saying like, bye Coca-Cola, bye Pepsi. <laughs> maybe he's not saying anything deep at all. I think... I don't think he's saying anything like that, but I would like a refreshing Pepsi right now. Really? <laughs> Come on, you know Coke's better than Pepsi. <laughs> what? Well, anyway, yeah, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I don't really think about it that I can't understand the lyrics. It's just uh, beautiful to listen to. Yeah, I don't care about lyrics at all. Maybe this is one of the many differences between men and women. I knew you would say that. <laughs> women care about the lyrics because... They want them all to be singing about them, right? I, I thought you were so a beautiful about money. Oh. Singing about money. She's so beautiful... Her hair is blonde, even though the roots look black, I'm calling it blonde. What? The most beautiful blonde I ever saw, I ever saw. Probably gray at this point. Probably coming in gray. Man, she's sweet, she's For great. All, we she's know those sweet. lyrics might have been him threatening to kill his bitch over something. <laughs> yeah. Bullshit. That, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that, that would be even better, right? Next he's, one he's is a band happy. called the Nigerian Jolly Boys Orchestra. Oh my god, what a name. It's called In the Public Interest of the Club. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. 
Wow, it's great. Really, really great. The Nigerian Jolly Boys Orchestra. <laughs> I'm going to photo that label. I'm sure these, a lot of these groups were probably an engineer's nightmare to try and record, too. Yeah, you can only imagine. It's probably about 1940. But that was a nice recording. Yeah. I like that. Upbeat. Yeah, nice, nice band. Sounds like someone whistling, but I guess it was a flute or some kind of yeah. thing like pipe or something, right? Flute or whistle. Next one is a, a Udi solo by Ali Osman. Osmani. Ali Osmani. What is the Udi? Udi. It's like an oud. That's they what they call it. So some a little bit further south version of the Arab oud. Hmm. Not sure where this is from, but you know, it's from somewhere from that Saharan desert region, probably. Nerve-wracking. Yeah. Is that a sit-talk? Oh, that's right. It's oud. Yeah, but it does sound like that. But it sounds like those North African records, too. It, that must be like the Blind Blake of South Africa, right? Yeah. It was pretty virtuoso. Right. But, you know, it does have that more African, black African rhythm, too. Yeah, no, absolutely. Know? Yeah, you can tell. I guess they're the most rhythmic people on Earth, I guess, Africans. Yeah. 
guess. Well, besides Tom Waits. Ah, ha, ha. Tom Waits. I saw an interview with Tom Waits though where he mentions Reverend Calvert and sister Billy Holstein. Really? Yeah. So he's hip to good music. Huh. Well, so is Eric Clapton, I guess. That that's true. And this look true. what he did. Look what he did to our beloved crossroads. Why I order. <laughs> this is a fifties African record called Seeky Railway or Seek Railway by Thompson J. Nakubi. This is South African. I'm going to get a picture of that label. I think it might be called Seeky Railway because in South Africa, the, the Sikhs, this, you know, North Indian people, the Sikhs, the tall guys that wear turbans, they actually kind of ran the railway system there. Huh. They were, you know, they were all the conductors and people like that on the trains. So it might, might be called that for that reason, I don't know.
Really, really great. That's catchy. Yeah, you, I was thinking that was harmonica until you said it might be concertina. Then now I'm totally not sure. Hard to tell. I thought it was an accordion. An accordion. That's like a little concertina box. You know, mm. could be the same thing. <laughs> this next record is a white label that I took a chance on. It turned out to be a great record. So it's like a test pressing. Yeah, I see. Uh, you but know anything about it? All it says that somebody's penciled in by hand. It's French. I found it in France. Penciling the title by hand, which is Un air qui n'est pas bien de chez nous. What does that mean? It means like a, a, a not a good atmosphere at our house. <laughs> <laughs> and un air means like an atmosphere or, you know, feeling, not a good feeling at our house. Mm. Translates to bad feeling blues. Yeah. Unknown artists.
Wow. She was not happy with the atmosphere of that house. Really beautiful record. Beautiful accompaniment. There was some yelling. Don't you want to know what she was saying? Well, that was a, a male, right? Saying it was a man, I think. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was, it was a, a woman. Well, when it screamed, it sounded like, you know, your your wife screaming at you that uh, you've done something wrong. <laughs> Possibly that's what it was about, but... He's threatening to kill his bitch again. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> See? Every single song is about killing bitches and hoes. Yeah. Forget the hoes. Hoes gotta die, too. You gotta keep your hoes down. Hoes down, bitches up. What? Here's another one with the uh, French titles. Ah, Tay-Tay by Les Chanteurs de Yoruba. Hmm. See now, listen closely to this. I think this is the origin of the term jelly roll that was used in black culture to mean like, you know, Ruben's pussy vagina. or whatever. Yeah. I think it comes from this Yoruba oh. language. Really? Oh. Yeah, listen to this. Okay. I don't like the atmosphere of this jelly roll.
wild about my jelly roll. <laughs> Gotta <laughs> have my jelly roll. Yeah. He sounded like he was 10 years old. He's too young to wow. be complaining about vaginas. Now we know. I gotta get a picture of that no. one. Some young horny men. Yeah. He sounds like he just popped out of a vagina. How could he be complaining <laughs> already? Horny teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was great. She ain't gonna give nobody none. that got passed down through you know slavery days brought to America you know who knows who knows yeah okay this is I can be right and his rhythm band <laughs> doing everybody likes Saturday night really I so can is this be 50s right. I can. it's about 1940 huh. I can be right <laughs> everybody likes Saturday night well the song later was popularized by Pete Seeger or somebody Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know his music, really. <coughs> Gene Deitch, who had this record, originally told me that Pete Seeger heard it at his house. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Looks like we've come to the conclusion of another old-time radio show. No, that was, that was no. also great and uh, <laughs> mind-blowing experience. This 
sub-Saharan African music that you've been playing us. So you're listening to John's Old Time Radio Show from EastRiverStringBand.com, downloadable from iTunes. You can sign up for it to have it's a podcast you can have automatically downloaded or Jalopy Radio. And I'd like to thank uh, Robert Crum and Eden Brower. I'd like to point out Eden. Shucks. You know, um, because we share a personal life together, I, I noticed that in your personal life you uh, just yap, 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 yap. I, I can't shut you up. And then you come on this radio show and you barely say anything. Do you Aww. have anything to say to our, our radio listening public Gee, before sure. the show's end? ruin the show with my yapping <laughs> what do you mean ruin the show what are you here for say something christ oh sakes what? i mean all day i hear blah 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 <laughs> blah blah blah. i don't even know what it is and then you get on the show and you barely say anything well, well what do you think yapping, of this music? it's not about african 78 right now we're talking about african 78 to talk about the ghost truck that you went on for four hours about last night yes. at dinner <laughs> that's a great topic that to was fucking about. psychotic well, some people say it was, it was psychotic today, that I went on like about it. Some people say it was psychotic that we saw a ghost truck and that you just thought it was like an episode of Scooby-Doo where it was all fun and pleasant and <laughs> I saw something happening that was dark and evil and unexplainable. <laughs> See, it goes off topic. Doesn't matter. I mean, I'm listening to the records. I'm What I'd like them. to explain to our this radio listening audience was... Uh, I'm just going to try to make this really quick, but we were driving on oh, no, in no. southern France Don't at night it. on this very dark rural road. Mm. I saw a very odd-looking, would look look to be a, a very large square truck that looked oh out God, of place and odd, made of ca- cast iron. <laughs> when we, I, I thought it was going about 10 miles an hour. I had to pass it. When I passed it, I saw what I saw, what I thought to be very menacing, like <laughs> uh, childlike, scary faces on it. I had an awful feeling about this truck. Uh. I wanted to get away from it. I felt like it was right behind me. Then I'd, you know, uh, take off, and then it was gone. Then it was right behind me again. And I said out loud, "I have this horrible feeling." We're on a road where there's only one road, so there's no other. You're you know, leaving route. out the part. Now, that this is the hold plot hold to hold Jeepers Creepers. I don't horror care movie if it's a plot to a horror movie. I said that. Come on, man. I said that I had the horrible feeling that I was going to see this truck all that's of a sudden appear in front of us and then 10-15 minutes later that's exactly what happened okay that's it that's all I have to say about it <laughs> you had a lot more to say last night at dinner Mr. yes Man. I did I ruined dinner I admit it I'm sorry about it <laughs> I know Aileen just wanted a nice quiet dinner and I started yelling about the demon truck but that's only because you a picture of it you won't admit that there was something very supernatural the only happened. odd thing was how the truck got in front of us the only odd thing Aileen said but the other that's stuff that's like saying the only odd thing was that all, all I the saw a normal like looking air. dude in the cab of the truck that has nothing to do with listening to some anything. crappy music there was what do you think the devil looks like what, what do you think the you know supernatural you think they they have glowing eyes and green hair I sometimes. think they look like Tom Waits sometimes <laughs> I can't shut up that tongue. <laughs> no, I mean, come on. The, the, the only no, odd you thing, come on. and then you you said that there was no one driving the truck, like adding all these elements to it. That no, come you, on, you I saw what I that. Said. I said I you didn't even look over. The driver, you were so scared, and I could not see and anyone driving the truck, which was, was odd too, because guy. I think the the wheel, wherever the wheel was, was oddly higher than it should have been. That was my it was point. a big fucking truck. It was a big fucking truck. A big fucking scary black like box in, Like truck, in this right? horrible, horrible yeah, movie, Jeepers Creepers. I, I was the one that said it first. I said, John, look at the I, truck I in front of us. It's like that horror movie. First you of didn't all. Have a and secondly, I had a horrible 
feeling that something dark was going on. With you this have trip. that if like there's a huge beetle in our house. Eden Wrong. Said she like, saw ah, a, a company logo on the truck. And, no, then she recanted that because she knows she made that I up. I didn't recant. This is a great oh, example of her I making up her version of the story. With her mouth there was thing. no <laughs> corporate logo. That is, that is, uh, I'll tell you exactly Those what that is. Those faces that you're talking a about. Lie. <laughs> that is a lie. Those faces that you're you are lying talking about. Just like corporate some corporate logo. Okay, so the and faces then there was, the truck was beat that up, I saw psychotically spray painted on the side of the truck. Like it was just an old junkie corporate truck. Logo. That's different. You now you admitted it. Was there a word? Do you remember what the word was? Like was a name or anything? No. Just the whole truck was beat up. Was yeah, it said Natas, which is Satan's best Ha ha Now talk about a lie. Liar, liar. I'm just saying that the truck... I had a premonition the truck would appear ahead of us on a one-way road with no other options. You had that to get premonition because I said, "Wouldn't it be funny if it just kept getting ahead of us, like in that horror movie?" Well, there are more things in heaven and earth that are dreamt of in our philosophy. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. It could have been uh, awesome. like John being a fucking crazy. A, a weird spirit thing that I just appeared for your benefit, or it could have been a. A disguised UFO? Who knows what the fuck it was? Or it could have just been an ordinary truck that somehow got in front of you, even though there's no shortcuts or anything around there, according to Aileen. So there's no turn-off roads. Or but anything. you see, that, to me, like, I agree with everything you said, except for the last part. How can a truck well, like that said get there, ahead of She did say me. there was sort of another road, but she's like, but it would be going too slow. It didn't connect to, to that road, so is what she said. It couldn't have possibly. The roads did not parallel. connect. So there's no so possible way it could have gotten in front of you. No. It was a one-lane road. <laughs> now, I, I'm just you telling you. I mean, you, you guys both are John like. John freak no, out. I'm no. not scoffing. I, I'm I totally know, open. I, I think. And I'm not actually not scoffing either. What I'm saying is. When you're you, freaking I, out I at dinner last night about the and truck, it, and just you're adding on these like, elements that, made it sound very That fear. one possibility was that the truck got in front of us. That is not a possibility. That is what's wrong with the whole situation. <laughs> that is the problem. Like you made Robert leave. <laughs> what I'm uh, all right. make jokes about these records. The records are good. I'm enjoying them. I've never heard anything like them before. Would you want me to ruin the whole podcast? Because I will, I will. You're supposed Happily. to talk. You're here to talk. Did, what, what am I supposed to say? I said I like. What, you just you said know? you talked you, about the Dean yeah, of Trucks. That was good. pressure on me with comic relief, but I, I, everything I want to talk about is off. To- don't I don't understand. know about these. You don't understand. Years. Everything you say is comic relief. Ah. You just have to speak. You're like a clown. Laugh, clown, laugh. <laughs> this music. His tears rolled out. <laughs> The demon truck. <laughs> oh, the demon truck. Satan, Satan, Satan. All right. Who knows? I don't want to go on anymore. One, One never knows. I just, well, I just want to officially say, and I don't have to have the last word, but I just want to officially say, and then I'm done with it. I'll never bring it up again. <laughs> There, there is one thing that is not possible, and that is that that truck got in front of us. I but concur. It did. I concur. That okay. part is weird. That's it. But that's the part. That that's the part we're talking yeah, but about. you're saying there was evil demon faces on the side. I can't Come help it if I had a feeling and about that no truck and that you didn't have. Sorry. You just had the last word, didn't you? <laughs> oh, demon truck. <laughs> I was driving on the road, 
in the south of France. <laughs> it was dark. It was Before a dark and stormy night. A gray cast iron 30 foot truck now it's gray. with I a demon it driver. Eden said, Oh my god, it's like Scooby Doo! <laughs> and I said, We're all gonna die! We're gonna die! This is how we know, die! Don't you see what's happening? We're gonna die way. here! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we are dead. Maybe all three of us are dead. Maybe we were inside it's, the demon truck. Maybe we are. Maybe the demon truck's not so bad. Maybe it's Robert's record room. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Maybe sinister faces on the side of the truck. <laughs> They're a corporate logo, 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 logo. <laughs> First you said they were Corporate smiley faces, logo. then they were demonic faces. I didn't say they were demonic yes, faces. Yes, you did I said, at dinner. I said they were sinister. Last you said they were demon I said they were sinister, and they gave me a very bad feeling. I mean, that's a fact. That's what happened to me. I know you looked at it, and you were like, la, 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 like everything else. You're just like, you know, in your head, you have like the, uh, you know... Uh, doodle bug theme all the time no matter what nothing bothers you that's great i mean we watch movies you make me watch movies where people are getting decapitated and you just laugh and They're think hilarious. it's funny you think human centipede is like a kid's movie it is like you know of course you're i, I don't know how it's to re- family friendly all right this wasn't supposed to be a personal but attack she said there you. was a dude driving the truck and listening to techno music yeah he had some crappy or music on his baseball bopping hat. his head okay <laughs> totally normal but that's what she saw not necessarily what you saw. That might have John just been didn't for even her look up benefit. at the cab. He's yeah, like, exactly. I'm not looking. What are you crazy? Exactly, because I, I did not hear any techno music. <laughs> okay, let's play one more African record here. Okay, so we got off track a little bit there. <laughs> Thanks again for doing the show. This is fantastic. What yeah. is this record we're going to uh, hear? It's nice to play records for people who appreciate them. Oh yeah. After all the trouble you go to and can be kind of a lonely thing just listening by yourself all the time. Don't I know <laughs> it, brother. Okay, this is called the Musique de Fête. This is a, a French recording, kind of a field recording type thing, by the Orphean de Yoande, Yoande from Cameroon. Hmm. Don't you roll your eyes at me, John. I saw that. Thank 
Thank <laughs> you.